With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. World Series, here we come, baby, yeah! Am I doing this right? Is that how it goes? Whenever the Pirates, like, pick up some random waiver claim or sign some minor league guy with a 5.82 ERA or a 233 batting average that everybody has to say something about the World Series. Yeah. Good morning. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this the newly reborn DK Sports Radio Podcasting Network. Fact of the matter is, every team, even the billion-dollar Dodgers sign blah players as either roster fillers or players they think they can turn around. Cast-offs, losers, rejects, Island of Misfit Toys, every team has them. The difference is, for the Pirates, it's mostly all you hear. Because they're not, obviously going to be in the business of signing free agents while they're in a phase of trying to find people to take their current existing guys, notably Joe Musgrove, off their hands in exchange for prospects. You're not going out and trying to build up the big league roster. wouldn't make any sense. So when the Pirates yesterday claimed Troy Stokes Jr., an outfielder, off waivers, that was going to be the response. And that's fine. Whatever. He's 24 years old. He was the minor league gold glove winner a couple years ago. He hasn't appeared in a major league game yet, but he also missed a ton of time to injury. And he's shown some pop with the bat. I referenced the 233 average earlier. (laughs) That's actually what he hit in his most recent full season. There were 19 homers in there, a fair amount of doubles, and a 345 on base percentage, which suggests that there's more there, meaning he's got an approach, he's got some pop. It's a matter of figuring out some things. Fourth-round pick of the Brewers a few years ago. Lost cause? Maybe, sure. I mean, the Brewers let him go, and then the Tigers claimed him. And the Tigers let him go. The Pirates claimed him. That, like Stokes himself, doesn't matter all that much in isolation. just doesn't. He doesn't. What does matter is that Ben Charrington has begun setting up a very, very clear and preferred, at least in my eyes, pattern toward acquiring other people's potential young mistakes. If you think about it, 
this is how the Pirates wound up with Anthony Alford just before last season. Alford is a guy who, in the Toronto system, was seen very recently as being not just one of their top prospects, but one of the top prospects in all of baseball. And then he fell off. He had some injury issues. The Pirates pick him up. They put him right out in their lineup in 2020 because, hey, why not? He goes out there. And he looked pretty good. I mean, he was out there for five games, whatever it was. Hit a couple of balls over the fence. Showed breathtaking speed on the base paths. And played some pretty good defense. And unfortunately for him, his best defensive player was the one that ended his season when he crashed into the center field fence at PNC Park and cracked his elbow. He's going to get a real chance this year. I really believe that. Uh, Certainly in spring training to be the Pirates center fielder. I say that mostly because they don't have anyone else. But also because it's the right thing to try. Um, He earned more of a look. And hopefully he gets it both in grapefruit ball and then going into the regular season. This is what you do. You start looking for young players wherever you can find them. If you just sit there and say to yourself, well, let's just really kill it at the draft next year, fellas, that's not an answer. That's not an answer. You're still taking too big a gamble. You have to look at every possible avenue Do you remember when Charrington traded Starling Marte for the two 19-year-olds out of the Arizona system? And he kind of hinted at the time, there's, there's, there's more to this. And it turns out that the international cap space, the bonus space that the Pirates picked up in the deal, meaning money that they could now additionally spend. Charrington applied to an outfielder in Australia that they loved. Whether it was, and I'd have to presume that it was from his time in Toronto, that he was aware of the kid, uh, or that Steve Sanders, his assistant GM, who also came from Toronto, was aware of. It was too soon in Charrington's tenure for him to have been that sold on somebody. It's not like the Pirates would have had an Australian scout that says, hey, mate, got an outfielder for you. Sure, I'll include him in the Marte deal. Charrington and Sanders had to have known about him. And they went and and they got him. And it was another way of adding a young player. Maybe he'll be nothing. But as Charrington keeps saying, and I keep stressing here, It's never going to be about that one magical prospect. It's not going to be about Kumar Rocker if and when the Pirates select him first overall in the draft next year. Yeah, the Pirates' system will shoot up the rankings. That's how that goes when you add a number one or a number two overall pick. It happened to Neil Huntington and Kyle Stark for crying out loud. They couldn't draft to save their lives, but when they picked up Garrett Cole which anyone off the street could have done, 
or Jamison Tyone or Pedro Alvarez, sure, they moved up in the rankings. That's how that goes. But that won't be what turns the Pirates into a competitive system and then in turn into a competitive team at the Pittsburgh level. It just won't. You need a ton of them. You need them from everywhere. They need to be your principal focus, even including lame low-profile waiver deals like the one they did yesterday. I'm telling you, just look at the ages. Look at the ages, their experience level, or in the case of a a 26-year-old like Will Crow that they picked up from Washington in the Josh Bell trade, look at years of control. Because if you get these guys, they can be part of the next winning team in Pittsburgh, to borrow another Charrington phrase. These are the right moves. This is the right approach. My goodness, it will not be fast. And it will not be satisfying. And it will not be some great summer for baseball in Pittsburgh. It just won't. Tell your friends who don't follow the team as closely as you do. It's not going to be much fun. But these are absolutely the right things to do. When we come back, just one question. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. back it's time for just one question and that's brought to you always on this program by our friends at mike's beer bar and the sister operation immediately next door the north shore tavern they're both on federal street both directly across from pnc park and the willie stargill statue they're back open for business you can go inside to both and that means you can sit down and enjoy a beer one of the 500 that Mike has on tap at the beer bar. Go next door, sit down and have a steak on a stone, the trademark dish over at the North Shore Tavern. Or if you can't make it in person, delivery is still very much on the table. Mike's will deliver. Actually, sometimes Mike Singular will deliver himself. He's been known to do this anywhere in Allegheny County and up into the Cranberry portion of Butler County. All you have to do is go to mikesbeerbar.com slash beer hyphen menu. 
take your pick from there. Mike's Beer Bar. Our question comes from JM, who asks, all three major professional sports franchises in Pittsburgh will soon be facing significant roster turnover. Which organization of the three that's going to be making these changes will deliver the next championship to the city of Pittsburgh? Always surprised by how often this question comes in some form or other, picking which team will be the next to win. The Pirates are generally left out of these questions. But my man JM says all three, so I'm going to include the Pirates in the discussion. Okay, it won't be the Pirates. But again, based on what I said and what you're seeing with your own eyes, they're at least taking the right approach. If JM had allowed me generously a little bit of leeway here with this question and said, hey, if Major League Baseball gets a salary cap and all teams are spending the same amount, then this. Well, then it's much easier to include the Pirates in any conversation with the Steelers and Penguins because those two teams do play in cap leagues and don't have to worry about making mistakes that cost you or haunt you for years and years to come because there's ways around that in a cap league. Everything's fair economically. If you're lousy at running a team, cap league or not, your team's going to stink. If you're really good at it in a cap league, you're putting up a fair fight. And if you're the Tampa Bay Rays with all the smarts that they've got, They might be five-time World Series champions by now if they were able to spend. But that is what it is. And JM didn't give me that. So picking between the three. Well, actually, I already ruled out the Pirates. So picking between just the Steelers and the Penguins, uh, my temptation is to say, the Penguins, because of the unusual circumstances that we're in right now and because they still have two uh, titanic talents in Crosby and Malkin. The Steelers obviously have a couple of those themselves, uh, notably T.J. Watt, lesser extent, Minka Fitzpatrick, whatever, and they, they do still have Ben and whatever, uh, but that's feeling more like it's careening to a halt than the Penguins are. But where the Pirates are concerned, I'm going to say this again from the first segment. It's about quantity and quality. When I covered the Pirates' 105-loss team in 2010, and I vividly remember this for some stupid reason. I was in New York, and I remember the Pirates taking the field. And at some point or other, after that inning, the Mets went out and they took the field. I said to myself, same number of players. You know, there's nine guys. And I just remember thinking to myself, this can't be that hard. This can't be that hard. It's still nine guys. And, yeah, and, and I know there's it's actually a roster. It was 25 then. It's 26 now. but it didn't feel like it should be the most impossible thing. 
I've never let go of that thought as it relates to the Pirates, up to and including when they ended up being the team that was bullying some others in the National League just a few years later, 2013-15. to 15. In 2016, they had a winning season. They weren't exactly bullying people. It's not impossible. It's not inconceivable. A salary cap makes it probable because you're already taking the right approach. And then on top of that, you get handed a fair playing field. People ask about hope as it relates to the Pirates. They usually do it in terms of years. They'll say, how many years? Because everyone's used to the the dialogue that never ends in our city about the five-year plan that Cam Bonifay put forth. Way back in 1997, I might add. That didn't mean anything at the time, doesn't mean anything now, certainly. How many years will this take? Who knows? Who knows? Ideally, it'll be pretty quick. If you told me in 2010 that the Pirates would have been making significant steps in 2012 and then would have broken the losing streak and gotten into the playoffs and had the blackout and beat the Reds and all that other stuff in 2013, I would have thought you were nuts. Now, add on top of that, that they had Neil Huntington and Kyle Stark in charge, it's borderline miraculous that any of it happened. But it did. It did. So hope is hope is what you want it to be. Hope, hope exists in baseball. It's way too small, it's way too fleeting, and it's terribly unfair from market to market. But it's there. It's there. It's a, it's a good question. I appreciate it. Thanks to you and to everybody for listening. We'll do this again tomorrow. Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.